Today is the 17th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you today as we gather around the global campfire and move forward together. And moving forward will lead us back into the book of Ezekiel in the Old Testament. And then we uh, completed Hebrews yesterday in the New Testament, which brings us to some brand new territory, the book of James. And we'll talk about James when we get there. But first, Ezekiel chapters 35 and 36. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir. Prophesy against it and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against you, Mount Seir, and I will stretch out my hand against you and make you a desolate waste. I will turn your towns into ruins and you will be desolate. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Because you harbored an ancient hostility and delivered the Israelites over to the sword at the time of their calamity, the time their punishment reached its climax, therefore as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I will give you over to bloodshed, and it will pursue you. Since you did not hate bloodshed, bloodshed will pursue you. I will make Mount Seir a desolate waste and cut off from it all who come and go. I will fill your mountains with the slain. Those killed by the sword will fall on your hills and in your valleys and in all your ravines. I will make you desolate forever. Your towns will not be inhabited. And you will know that I am the Lord. Because you have said, These two nations and countries will be ours and we will take possession of them, even though I, the Lord, was there. Therefore, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I will treat you in accordance with the anger and jealousy you showed in your hatred of them, and I will make myself known among them when I judge you. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have heard all the contemptible things you have said against the mountains of Israel. You said, They have been laid waste and have been given over to us to devour. You boasted against me and spoke against me without restraint, and I heard it. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, While the whole earth rejoices, I will make you desolate. Because you rejoiced when the inheritance of Israel became desolate, that is how I will treat you. You will be desolate, Mount Seir, you and all of Edom. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Son of man, prophesy to the mountains of Israel and say, Mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The enemy said of you, Aha! The ancient heights have become our possession. Therefore prophesy and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. 
because they ravaged and crushed you from every side so that you became the possession of the rest of the nations and the object of people's malicious talk and slander. Therefore, mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Sovereign Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to the mountains and hills, to the ravines and valleys, to the desolate ruins and the deserted towns that have been plundered and ridiculed by the rest of the nations around you. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In my burning zeal I have spoken against the rest of the nations and against all Edom. For with glee and with malice in their hearts they made my land their own possession, so that they might plunder its pasture land. Therefore prophesy concerning the land of Israel and say to the mountains and hills, to the ravines and valleys, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I speak in my jealous wrath because you have suffered the scorn of the nations. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I swear with uplifted hand that the nations around you will also suffer scorn. But you, mountains of Israel, will produce branches and fruit for my people Israel, for they will soon come home. I am concerned for you and will look on you with favor. You will be plowed and sown, and I will cause many people to live on you. Yes, all of Israel. The towns will be inhabited and the ruins rebuilt. I will increase the number of people and animals living on you, and they will be fruitful and become numerous. I will settle people on you, as in the past, and will make you prosper more than before. Then you will know that I am the Lord." I will cause people, my people Israel, to live on you. They will possess you and you will be their inheritance. You will never again deprive them of their children. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because some say to you, you devour people and deprive your nation of its children, Therefore, you will no longer devour people or make your nation childless, declares the Sovereign Lord. No longer will I make you hear the taunts of the nations, and no longer will you suffer the scorn of the peoples or cause your nations to fall, declares the Sovereign Lord. Again, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, they defiled it by their conduct and their actions. Their conduct was like a woman's monthly uncleanness in my sight. So I poured out my wrath on them because they had shed blood in the land and because they had defiled it with their idols. I dispersed them among the nations, and they were scattered through the countries. I judged them according to their conduct and their actions. And wherever they went among the nations, they profaned my holy name. For it was said of them, These are the Lord's people, and yet they have to leave his land. I had concern for my holy name, which the people of Israel profaned among the nations where they had gone. Therefore say to the Israelites, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, It is not for your sake, people of Israel, that I am going to do these things, 
but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations where you have gone. I will show the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, the name you have profaned among them. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Sovereign Lord, when I am proved holy through you before their eyes. For I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors. You will be my people and I will be your God. I will save you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and make it plentiful and will not bring famine upon you. I will increase the fruit of the trees and the crops of the fields so that you will no longer suffer disgrace among the nations because of famine. Then you will remember your evil ways and wicked deeds and you will loathe yourselves for your sins and detestable practices. I want you to know that I am not doing this for your sake, declares the Sovereign Lord. Be ashamed and disgraced for your conduct, people of Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. On the day I cleanse you from all your sins, I will resettle your towns and the ruins will be rebuilt. The desolate land will be cultivated instead of lying desolate in the sight of all who pass through it. They will say, This land that was laid waste has become like the Garden of Eden. The cities that were lying in ruins desolate and destroyed are now fortified and inhabited. Then the nations around you that remain will know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt what was destroyed and have replanted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do it. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Once again, I will yield to Israel's plea and do this for them. I will make their people as numerous as sheep, as numerous as the flocks for offerings at Jerusalem during her appointed festivals. So will the ruined cities be filled with flocks of people, and they will know that I am the Lord. Okay, so like we talked about at the beginning, we have new territory that we have come upon. The epistle of James, the letter of James. We've heard of James before. But we've never really heard from James, like in James' voice. And so this is a new voice for us, brand new territory for us. Although this letter, the letter of James, has had its 
share of scrutiny over the millennia since it was written. And so, uh, like, one of the problems is who, which James, like, what James wrote this letter? Who, who wrote this named James? And so that makes dating James difficult. But there is kind of a, a scenario that has stood the test of time. And that is that this letter probably was written by James, who was the half-brother of Jesus, who did not believe in Jesus during his earthly ministry. But after uh, Jesus' resurrection, then James became a pillar of the early church in the church of Jerusalem, the mother church. And so it's James presiding over, like, world changing fundamental choices like the one that was held at the Jerusalem council when it was decided that Gentiles could be accepted into the faith. And we've talked about this many times and we'll probably talk about it many more times before the year's over. That was a controversy and it was a big controversy. And so James as a candidate for writing this letter, that's, pretty solid if he's leading the Jerusalem church and he is related to Jesus the savior then yeah something that he wrote would probably be preserved and treated accordingly now we just finished Hebrews and we talked about Hebrews being written to Hebrews so Hebrews being very rooted in a Hebrew context James is very much written from a Hebrew perspective like, when we start this letter, we'll see that it's addressed to the 12 tribes, to the Jewish believers in the diaspora, people who have been spread and scattered all around, which gives us at least a clue about who this was sent to. And it may have been addressed this way because of the persecution that was beginning to arise, causing people to move away to look for safe places to practice their faith. Maybe the stoning of Stephen that we read about in the book of Acts was a catalyst for this. And if these things are true, then, then this letter was written to believers who had fled in all directions to find peace, but who felt connected not only to Jesus, but felt connected to their faith community, the Jerusalem church. And so a letter that was passed around and arrived from the Jerusalem church, this would have been a treasure, especially if James, the half-brother of Jesus, wrote it. And that being the case, James preserves for us some of the earliest traditions and thought in the faith in Jesus, in what we now know as Christianity. And it preserves in ways that no other letter or book in the New Testament does. Some of the postures of the Hebrew, the earliest Hebrew believers. So James teaches that how we actually live says the most about our faith. In fact, people can say anything. But how they live, this is more true to who they are. And so James tells us that faith without works is dead. And that idea 
And that idea has had its detractors and has been fought about for a very, very long time. Even uh, those in the Protestant persuasion who look back to people like Martin Luther as kind of a, a leader in the Protestant Reformation should understand that Martin Luther did not like the letter to James because sola fide, right? And by faith alone. And here we have James saying, yeah, but faith without works is dead. The funny thing, like when we read James and we start to understand the personality of the writing here, we would realize that James couldn't care less who was his detractor in the future. Like, he didn't care that someday some Protestant reformer would not like his letter. His letter was written because it's what he wanted to say. It's what he was convicted to say. And it needed to be said. And it needs, it needs to be said today. Because in our world today, anybody can say anything about anything and do how we actually live is telling more truth about us than anything we say and so i come to the book of james every year and i come here for the purpose of getting my butt kicked and i've mentioned many times this is the butt kicker it's not the only one we have some more territory that will be forthright and direct and look us right in the eyes and confront us, but James definitely does that. It is bold. It is direct. It can be confrontational. It does have a tendency to kick our butts and make us question our motives for why we do what we do. But James wasn't mad and just needed to be forthright and direct and wanted to write something mean like, that's not the point. It's really underneath all of it is a plea, a plea begging followers of Jesus to live by faith and to live out our faith through what we do. And so it's interesting that this is a couple thousand years old and that this was going on in the early church and so much so that this letter needed to be written and that this needed to be said because James could have been written well, really at any point in church history, but it could have been written last week and still hold its power for who we are today. And so here we go. James chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance Finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, 
and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. But the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Psalm 116 I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. The cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came over me. I was overcome by distress and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Lord, save me. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord protects the unwary. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. For you, Lord, have delivered me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I trusted in the Lord when I said, I am greatly afflicted. In my alarm, I said, everyone is a liar. What shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. 
precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful servants. Truly, I am your servant, Lord. I serve you just as my mother did. You have freed me from my chains. I will sacrifice a thank offering to you and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 27, 23 through 27. Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds, for riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. When the hay is removed and new growth appears and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will provide you with clothing and the goats with the price of a field. You will have plenty of goat's milk to feed your family and to nourish your female servants. Father, we thank you for your word. We love you, Lord. We thank you for bringing us this far into the year. We are definitely in a place where we're about to hit warp speed on this year. And so we look back with gratitude for all that you have brought us through and all that you have spoken to us. And we thank you for this new territory that we've entered into today and that we'll spend the next few days in this letter of James. We open ourselves to your correction, Holy Spirit. And we invite you to speak to us very clearly about about our actions and our words being in alignment that our thoughts words and deeds are saying the same thing and that they are speaking the truth about you we pray this in the mighty name of jesus amen DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That's the website, and that is where you can find out what is happening around here. The Daily Audio Bible app does that as well, and you can get that from the app store that works with your device, and that puts it in the palm of your hand, as well as a bunch more stuff. Check that out. While you're checking out, check out the community section. This is where links to different social media channels that we participate in are. This is also where the prayer wall that we talk often about is. It lives there in the community section, so check that out. Check out the Daily Audio Bible Shop. There are resources in the Daily Audio Bible Shop that are tailored for the for the journey that we are on. They are here for the Global Campfire community to take our journey deeper and wider as we navigate every day through the Bible in a year in community so check that out and if you want to partner with the daily audio bible thank you there would not be a global campfire if we were not in this together 
And so thank you humbly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up, little red button up at the top. Or there are a number of numbers you can call in the Americas, 877-942-4253. In the UK or Europe, 4420360880788. And in Australia or that part of the world, 613-8820-5459 is the number to call. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I will be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, DAB family. This is Michael from Fort Worth, Texas. Haven't called in quite a long time, but I do listen every day with you guys. I was heard a guy calling Vincent, very distraught. I guess he was talking about love and he was questioning the Lord, our Lord God. Didn't know why the Lord would take something away. But Vincent, just wanted to tell you, sir, it's not the Lord. That's Satan talking to you, telling you that, Lord. God is only good and he can only do good. But the world we live in is full of sin because of the fall of the, uh, the garden. So God is good and always good. So don't blame God for love that has been lost. Hi, this is Audrey from Moreno Valley, California. Want to thank you first, Brian, for this platform and thank you fellow dabbers who have continued to pray for myself and my son, Christian. We appreciate your prayers greatly. Hey, Dabbers, this is Christian Smith. And I was fighting with addiction. And just to give you guys an update, I'm 142 days clean today. So your prayers worked. Continue to pray for me and my mother um, in our journey of getting to love each other more and getting to know each other better. And just to give you guys an update, it is amazing being home clean and sober and spending this time with my mom watching tv shows football games watching her yell at the tv and thank you guys and we just want to let you know that we're praying for those of you who have lost loved ones those of you who are struggling yourself in addiction those of you who love those who struggle with addiction and We just pray for all of them. As I listen, I pray, and I want you to know that I do, even though I may not uh, shout you out by name. Thank you for your prayers. We covet them. Continue to pray for us. We continue to pray for you. God is good. He's faithful. He's true to his word and his promises. His timing may not be our timing, but it is perfect timing. And so, Dab on, dabbers. 
Have, have a blessed evening, everyone. Thank you, and we love you. Hi, this is Ray Ellen in New Jersey, and I would like to pray for Kathy in Kentucky. Uh, she called. I heard a prayer today, and um, she's she uh, she works and she lives alone, and she's getting her house ready for winter time. And um, she's, you know, she seems to be older because it's tough for to be working at her age. And she's um, she lost a lot of family members, so I'd like to pray for her, dear Lord. I lift. Kathy from Kentucky. Lord, I just pray that you bless her efforts and working that, um, you know, that she's able to keep up with inflation and, um, and bless her health, Lord. And she often says that she's lonely, Lord. And um, you, in, in your wisdom, I pray, and I may not be right, but um, maybe she needs to take steps of faith to be more sociable with other people. And so, Lord, just, um, I just, I just praise her that she seems to really have the will to live. It's just, um, you know, encourage, you know, give her encouragement that she needs to put out the effort that, because, um, you know, we have to seek you every day. Okay? I thank you. Bye. Uh, hi, this is Carlo from the Philippines. Yeah, I'd like to pray for Kathy from Kentucky. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that um, you are not alone. Uh, the DAB family is with you. Uh, they always pray with you. They always pray for you. And that um, you are with us um, spiritually. Um, but nonetheless, I pray that you, you are able to find friends. Um, you're able to find a community in the, the place where you live. Um, I pray that God blesses you financially. Uh, that you are able to do your work well um, without any injuries and and uh, yeah and that um, you find comfort and and peace and joy in the daily uh, trials that you face um, thank you thank you family and um, yeah thank you Kathy bye hi this is Nida praising God I'm calling in to asking you all for for prayer for me for I called in before about my grandson, uh, that they found him dead at the um, Lake Lovewell. And um, the detective told us that um, he committed suicide. So I'm asking you to, to please lift us up again. We need your prayers. Uh, today is um, November. 14 or 15, and um, I called in before. I called in before and I left a message about prayer for my daughter and me for strength. I want to thank you for all the prayer word that lift us up before and now. I thank you for you, Brian Harding, and your family for this broadcast system that is lifting us up. I've been on this uh, broadcast system for a lo long time, and I, I really enjoy it, and I thank you that we can come into uh, this broadcast and uh, lay out our, our burdens and 
ask all you people for, to pray for us. And I ask God to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thank you very much for your love and support in this time of sorrow. Thank you. I love you all.